ladies and gentlemen, welcome back once again. It is time to postulate and it's time for Lost in Postulation. I am Neil Fitzpatrick and I'm joined by a man who is freshly devastated by the news of the passing of his political hero. Uh-oh. I'm talking, of course, about Silvio, but I'm talking, of course, about Uh-oh. Nicola Volpi. Welcome back. Yes, uh, it's good to be back. It's uh, what a shout out. Look at that. Um, Timely. Timely, very yeah. much. We're at the time of recording, I think, just a few hours removed from the passing of uh, yeah. one of your uh, mentors, exactly. uh, Silvio Berlusconi. At what stage of grief would you say you're in? Are you in denial still? Uh, yeah. I think I grieved about probably 12 years ago yeah. when he ran the country's economy into the ground and uh, purportedly uh, had parties with underaged uh, workers. Allegedly. So, we definitely don't yeah. want any lawsuits yeah, yeah, exactly. on the postulation uh, But. Station. When you, the interesting thing now, we've talked a lot about succession on the podcast. Everyone's probably sick of hearing about it. I don't care because when you're reading those obituaries and now the already like aftermath articles, yeah, eh, it sounds a lot, it's like what's going to happen with the quote unquote empire, et cetera, mm. and everything, mm. warring factions within the family, potentially, et cetera. And it's, it's something that could be scripted. Could get interesting, but I'm, I'm very interested, as you say, to see now in the coming days how balanced or how, you know, fair the, uh, the obits really are, you know, because, I mean, you will get some Logan Roy style, you know, well, he was a great man and we didn't always agree with his approach, but, and then you will get some, you know, gloves off. Uh, well, yeah. um, Putin came out with a full-throated endorsement yeah, well, yeah. as he will have done, being yeah. one of his best buddies. Jeez. Uh, yeah, but it's, uh, it's bizarre. I mean... Within the context of Italy, he yeah. basically dominated the political scene before that, the business scene, I'd say for definitely my lifetime, but also my parents' lifetime. So it's the it's interesting to see the different when you put up the BBC or, or CNN or the Times, you know, mm. it's much more, let's say at the moment, this more balanced view of, uh, you know, uh, telling about his life and then, you know, but wrecked by scandals which overshadow everything, mm-hmm. etc., which is the balanced view, I think. Mm. Whereas in Italy, it's very much like uh, kind of a goodbye to someone that has really shaped the country, all yeah. of this, the legend, etc. better or worse. Shaped, yeah. and yes, yeah. exactly. So it, it's, uh, it's bizarre. It is. It reminds me actually a lot of the, if you'll indulge me, the first Harry Potter book, Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone, when Harry goes to Ollivander's wand shop to get his wand. Yeah. And he uh, is given the wand by Ollivander with the same phoenix tail feather that was used by uh, Voldemort, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, Ollivander says the, this sentence to Harry, which is, Voldemort, or he who must not be named, he did great things, Harry. Terrible things, but great things. Mm, great in terms of the magnitude exactly. and the uh, the influence, uh, exactly. for better or worse. So, yeah. of course, you know, if Ollivander said that today, he'd be promptly cancelled and, you know, right, uh, right. He, his Twitter would be deleted pretty soon after. But that isn't the case, of course, in the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. And uh, I do think that that same quote would probably be rightly applied to Silvio in this case. I mean, the Italian like him or loathe him. Yeah, like, like, like him or loathe him, and many people maybe are on the second half of that equation. You have to acknowledge the fact that the guy did a lot of stuff. Yes, and pioneered for better or worse. Yeah. He did sports washing before we knew yeah, what sports washing was. It was cool, yeah. With my football club, actually. So oh, yeah. as a naive kid, you know, we thought, hey, he's just the president of the football club lifting exactly. all the cups. But, you know, oh, yeah. and he was Trump before Trump. Yeah, he kind of set the Trump template yeah. in a way, you know? He really did. You, you know, have to think, yeah. He did the property magnate by the media go into politics saying things the others aren't willing to say etc yeah. yeah, yeah. and then you know he followed that te- while at the time though 
And while I was living in the US, people were rightfully so ridiculing him, etc. Yeah. Yeah. Little did they know that just a few years later, it would be taken to the to the square power on exactly. home turf, right? To the nth degree, yeah. absolutely. And I mean, that book is still not quite closed either. Let's see if Trump comes back for a right. second run. But He's uh, around. Uh, yeah. yeah. Let's see. He, I don't yeah. think he's been showering too much, though, because the shower, there's there's a bunch of documents that he took from the White House, apparently stored in the shower at yeah. Mar-a-Lago. That's, yeah, uh, he doesn't need that. Yeah, no, photographic no, no. evidence there. I so. gave up on that years yeah. ago. But uh, <laughs> in any case, here we are, back once again to postulate. Yes. A brilliant show lined up, I think, today. Another set of... Uh, That's what we do. Cool topics. But before we do, and before we get into that... Let's do our quick bit of housekeeping as we always do. Dropping first of all our social links. We have our Twitter account. That's at inpostulation on twitter.com. Always happy to hear from you. Absolutely. And new, we have an email. New CEO at Twitter at the moment. Is there, I yeah. believe. Or kind of, incoming, yeah, right? Yeah, on the way, right? Yeah. yeah. I'm kind of I, I deleted uh any access to Twitter long ago, so I'm like not yeah. not quite in the loop. But uh <laughs> But we have a Twitter. We have a Twitter a and we but, we're very yeah, yeah we're very into it. So yeah. Please uh, please do use that. And we do also have an email address that is at impostulation at gmail.com. Always happy to hear your postulations, thoughts, No, feedback. that's not the... It's oh, lostinpostulation at gmail.com. That is very true. <laughs> Do not send an email to the one I just mentioned. It won't reach us unless that's what your intention is. But yes, it's lostinpostulation at gmail.com, not at impostulation, which is our Twitter handle. And there you, you go. You can also, as you can tell, Neil, you know, being part of a of a different generation than, mm. than most of our listener cohort... He'll do the snail mail correspondence as well. He'll he'll throw a link out on that. Absolutely. Carrier yeah. pigeons are welcome. I leave yeah. my window open for an hour each night. And if any carrier pigeons show up, that is uh, always great. There you go. They're, you're all about kind of the connecting things to Harry Potter-ish huh, today. Ah, there you they're, go. They're now, owls. They're know, owls, to but, be fair. You know. But I think uh, there's a lot to be said for it, yeah. Wouldn't you be delighted if uh, someone sent you a carrier pigeon? Or a, I think uh, it would be brilliant. Like, I yeah. would be fascinated. I, that is a startup idea, if ever there was one. Carrier pigeons. As in nowadays, carrier pigeon, right? Because <laughs> it's like, how show your show your loved one you really care, give them a memorable moment, you uh-huh. know? Yeah. Like, in the in the days of everyone texting everyone, you know, like, that, there's no meaning to our, our correspondence anymore. Jeez. So imagine if you texted someone saying, hey, open your window and uh, just wait, you know? Maybe with the help of AI chips implanted into yeah. these carrier pigeons, we can... Uh, Neuro-programming, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Another great startup idea. Filing all the patents for these things that uh, we exactly. haven't actually this started is working on. This is the audio evidence for when someone else does it, we can... You know, That's true. Yeah. It's all here. It's all, all here. There. Once they start digging into, if they get, you know, to oh, minute six of the of the podcast, that yeah, is for sure. Right. Yeah. For sure. Yes, 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 yes. Neil, last week... I wanted to start things off with this. Last week, we talked about dry cleaning. Yeah, we did. The, the legendary $2.99 dry cleaner in Charleston, South Carolina. Sure um, Now, following up on that, I have, a, I have a mundane for you. I am proud to say that I have ditched, we, my wife and I, have officially ditched our experiment with the steamer. Ah, this is brilliant. Bye-bye, steamer. You suck. I'm sorry, but you suck. I heard this because we had that conversation recently at home where it was like, should we get one? Because we hate ironing. And I did the the Googling around and I found really mixed reviews where some people were like, it's a game changer. And then an equal number of people were like, this thing literally does nothing. It's the worst. Now... The, the rationale is, okay, well, it's it's quicker than the ironing. You don't need to have an iron board somewhere taking up space, uh, an iron, etc. Um, 
but it works for some things. So my wife's, mm. for example, I don't know, silk dresses yeah. just right before she goes out because they're hanging anyways. Yeah. But a shirt? No. No, no chance. That's like, what I was thinking. Trousers? Same thing. Like, yeah, they're cheap enough, these things, right? They're like 100 euros. Yeah, or something yeah like exactly. That. And I, my first thought was, like, so is an iron, like the same price. Mm-hmm. So how is it going to... If, if I hung a shirt up and held an iron up to it, that would be ineffective, right? Mm-hmm. And okay, I get that it's a slightly different mechanism, but like still you need pressure. Yeah. You need you need to like flatten the thing to flatten it, intuitively enough, at least yeah. in my head. Uh, so I was like, I just don't see how it's going to work. Now, I do think hotel grade, like proper, um, proper hospitality industry steamers probably are quite good that they can mm. they can hold the sheet up on a rack and, and steam it and it'll probably work okay but in the basement of the hotel not in the room with a big boiler attached to it right. and like proper yeah. high pressure steam coming yeah. out but the consumer level ones that you get in an electronic shop i think those it's are a joke desperate no it's a joke yeah. yeah i mean my only hope is if any listener is disagreeing with us on this that they can send it in because i have yet to meet someone who's like oh it's amazing no you can't swear by it i basically i got to the point where i for the last year i barely wore shirts yeah, button up, button down shirts because th- you can't get it as good. It's fine for finishing touches. Yeah, but you need the iron to do it properly. And did you not have an iron the whole time? Like you were, you were steamer only for that time. Yeah. Uh, for that period of time, yeah. We said we're gonna do a full trial and error and error and error and error and error. Just and it was error. horrible because yeah. then what I would do was I knew we were going on a trip. Here's yeah. the kicker. And I wouldn't steam anything before going because anyways, it wasn't going to last. So I would have my shirts washed. I would wash my shirts. Yeah. I would pack them down, you know, just throw them in the luggage because I'm Mm. like, anyways, I'm going to have to iron these when we get to the hotel. And nowadays, nine out of 10 hotels, even business hotels don't carry an iron in the room anymore. They make it a little bit Which is crazy. Yeah. But that brings me to a very important question. What is your opinion on the slightly unethical life hack? of mm. turning on the shower full blast on hot, hanging up your shirt in the bathroom, closing the door and leaving it for like an hour. I've done it. I've done it for even longer than an hour. Yeah. It depends how wrinkled you're coming in before doing it. But I always have a bit of a mixed feeling about it because I know this, the hotel's going to be fine. Oh, well, like, you called it unethical. So. I know, yeah. But I, yeah, <laughs> so mixed is probably not actually true. I, I literally have bad feelings about it because, okay, the, the hotel is going to be fine. Like, we're not going to run out of water, I don't think, at least, right? I, I don't understand well, hotels. Anyways, but it's I'm, their problem. It is right? their problem. Yeah. It is their problem. But I can just kind of foresee Oh, wait, you leave the shower on yeah, for an hour. For an hour. Oh, my God. Okay. This, it could, but this works. Like This is like a proven uh, goat level strategy to get it fully ironed, basically. But you need Ooh. to leave it in there for like an hour. Okay. So, I was leaving it post-shower. That seems like it may not get you fully ironed. It's just the steaming. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But this, like, you can really leave it there and come back and it's like, good to go like straight out of the dry cleaners straight out of two dollar 99 dry cleaners <laughs> well maybe but not hopefully not but uh i just foresee a scenario where someday i'm gonna get a knock at the door and be like uh excuse me have you been have you been running the shower for an hour you know like maybe they have some data on it or wow. something you know so i'm just a bit paranoid about that and i don't want to be accused of that because then they'll be like yeah that costs us like a lot of money in these inflationary times we don't need people running showers for an hour you well, know now you're on the record with it so that's not going to help your case i didn't say where i've ever done it though okay, so hopefully fair. no hotels come one me hour yeah. you are a maniac yeah yeah but that this is what it was, works yeah oh it's 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 amazing okay at least so you need to make sure it's not touching anything because if it's hanging on the door of the bathroom and it's like contacting the wall right it's going to just take all that condensation on it's going to get wet that's not what you want right it You're needs just to washing be it. free free wheeling it needs to have air on all sides and just let that thing go watch some tv chill out a bit do some work and then uh baby you got a you got an orange shirt 
Wow. Now I do understand why you call it unethical yeah. because... Oh, no, you're, you're fully ethical. If, to, to, if you're just going to like, oh, hang it up in the already steamy bathroom, like, of course, that's fine. I just don't think you're going to get great results. Wow. Okay. I wonder how many people are doing that because that's basically like in that one hour is essentially two weeks of showers. <laughs> yeah, for one person. Like... <laughs> You see the ethical uh, quandary I've uh, I found wow, myself okay. in. Wow, okay. But that works like a charm. That will work 100%. Okay. Now, you could argue if they had provided an ironing board, I wouldn't need to do this, you know? Right. And of course, you can also call down to reception and be like, hey, can I get an ironing board? And they the response varies from, yeah, sure, come get it. Or, hey, yeah, we'll, we'll drop it up to you. Or here's a steamer nowadays, exactly. unfortunately. But I've been to a few weddings, actually, in different parts of the world where they were like, oh, yeah, there's an ironing board. Uh, it's in one of the rooms. And it's just like one of the guests. Oh. One of the guests has it. It's like, okay, do you know which guest? They're like, uh, I think it's like in the west end of the hotel. Oh, like, come you know. on! So we were like running around, being like, does anyone have an ironing board? This was in. Uh, You're just like knocking on doors. Yeah, so, pretty oh much. Oh my god! Now, yeah, th- that was more comical than than annoying, but still, just like <laughs> uh, not acceptable. And I, I really think there's another gap in the market added to the list for just uh, the the Uber of ironing. You know where. I can just be like, hey, I need the shirt ironed in the next like 30 minutes and someone will come by with a full, full ironing board on their back and just go, Psh, and I think go. hefty premium though on that one oh, probably. That you but I would pay that pay. premium, yeah. especially if, if it was like you could expense it for work. Y- y- do you think uh, on like a Saturday evening uh, before dinner time, they would have surge pricing? Like for Uber, sure, right? for sure. But I think it's more business. It's like their surge would be like 7 to 8 a.m. or like 6 to 8 a.m. on a okay. weekday yeah, morning yeah, yeah. where you've woken up and you're like, oh no. Oh no, I, I totally forgot, you know, yeah. and then they're like, yeah, we'll come do it. No worries. Do you hate the ironing that much? Because what I had found when I used to actually back when we used to work together, where I, mm. when I was, you know, wearing shirts, you know, four to five times a week, mm. what I would do is I would put something on the TV, yeah. put my iron in front of it on the Sunday, you know, afternoon or evening yeah. and just power through like one to two weeks of shirts and yeah. i didn't mind it too much then i've been there yeah i yeah. used to do that the, the interesting thing is like since i started my working career which this will tell you a bit about how old i am the level of formality in an average office has plummeted so yeah. i used to in 2013 let's say when i started working uh i would come in in like shinable shoes as we call them now uh in that's brown so, yeah, light brown light brown but shinable <laughs> right so not like you know not uh, anything else, not not suede or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Shinable shoes, uh, chinos, not jeans, and full-on shirt, you know, like a decent Tucked one. into the trousers. Tucked shirt, yeah, 100%. So that requires daily ironing and like one a day yeah. and usually never repeating, right? And since then, I, I've, it's like sneakers, jeans, t-shirt, you know. I've, it's no big deal. I haven't worn a button-up button-down for work yeah. in, in four years, exactly. I think. Yeah. yeah, and in, in, to some extent, great, you know, because yeah. like, who cares? It's no, like, exactly. judge me on the work I'm doing and not like, and mm-hmm. of course there's a line because if you showed up in, you know, swimming gear and no t-shirt, of course that's going to raise some eyebrows, right? So there is still well, a we line. get there. If you it, look it, at, we, may, we used to yeah, wear ties and cufflinks true, and stuff uh, true, just true. a generation Slippery ago. slope, yeah, yeah, who knows? But I think it's highly likely that w- there's still a level below which we won't stoop, you know, yeah. that people are generally aware of like what's okay, what's not. But what is okay has shifted so much over the years. Big time. So I'm not ironing anymore because I'm like, uh, no, true. if I'm going to wear a shirt, you know, once in a, in a while, I will iron it, but I'm not going to do a whole batch iron. No, you know? no, those days aren't there anymore. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But what I think what I saw on the hotel point was, especially after uh, COVID and stuff, they try, they've started cutting costs wherever they can. 
And yeah. one of them is that. Yeah. Another one is not filling the mini bar unless you ask for it, for example. Yeah. There is so much, even like, and we have it every time, the number of um, clothes hangers you have in the closet. Oh, it's gone down. Ends yeah. up being like three or four or something. Mm. And every time Maria calls down and she's like, can I have... 20 legit like really? if we're staying somewhere like for okay. a week or something she brings 20. all her dresses she's yeah, like yeah, yeah. and they're like what 20 she's like uh yes like wow but and then they have to do it right yeah, it's angers they're not gonna yeah. charge it it is a lot i agree yeah, yeah. also because it, it, there's no space for mine after that exactly but, you're folding um, and, and yeah. folding and still and stowing you yeah know, exactly like in the, yeah. all these little things the the amount of shampoo shower gels they're really and even at the mm. nicest hotels like yeah, even yeah. when we were going on our honeymoon and stuff yeah. like they're cutting everywhere but it's nice how they've kind of disguised it as an environmental thing where it's like yeah, hey yeah, good sure. news we're not going to wash any of your stuff <laughs> like you're yeah. welcome right yeah it's not great how we're saving the world but it's like okay cool but i would also really like yeah, a, yeah a towel we'll yeah. only wash your towel if you put it specifically in oh, that right. corner yeah. of the room Folded in this way, yeah. upside down, in yeah. the shape of a crane. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, exactly. No. Yeah, but no. I think actually, there's a lot of fuel in the tank for hotel postulations, which we haven't had so far. Hotels. So. It's it's yeah. just a fu- it's a funny thing. Hotels. If Very you think about so. it, there's a lot to unpack there. Absolutely. But we'll get to that another time, potentially with Google reviews of hotels. Hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. Which brings us uh, smoothly on to our next topic. And I guess we'll cut to a quick break. So coming up, listener, after the break, we get back into the wonderful world of Google reviews. Please join us. Welcome back, listeners, to a Lost in Postulation. We're coming here to our core segment now, which has become recurring, which is diving into mundane Google reviews, where we basically each bring to the table some Google reviews of very normal, uh, average places, but we filter for the lowest reviews, and then we try to determine, is that a fair shout or not? We really go maybe too deep into these, but, you know, it's uh, it's important. It drives accountability. I can't even quite explain why it's so fun or it's, <laughs> or it's so interesting to me. But there's something about the mundanity, the sheer everydayness of it that just makes it endlessly entertaining. So the only before we start, actually, the only one thing I was going to get it to was we know that our reach is growing geographically, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. We actually know that probably there's listeners not too far from some of these places that we've yeah. uh, dug into, coincidentally. And with the example of $2.99 uh, laundry, which is based in uh, Charleston, South Carolina, yeah, I would actually, I'm super curious to know, do they actually do any dry cleaning or do they, as we said last time, do they just iron the stuff and give yeah. it back, right? So if anybody is ever in that kind of part of the world, if they're in Charleston or if they know anyone in Charleston who's nearby, could you could you actually just like <laughs> swing by? I'm not saying use it. I'm not saying pay. Just like stick your head in the door. If you see... Uh, a, a dry cleaning machine in operation that's all i need that that uh, then i'm i'm happy but my theory is they don't have a working dry cleaning machine mm. yeah i I'm, i second that uh but for the listeners that now coming into the summer season might be traveling to yeah. paris actually oh yeah eiffel tower yeah. can you please play wager one or two dollars on the cup game under the eiffel tower and let us know how it turns out spoilers you will uh, you'll lose that money scammers everywhere but just don't double down that's the that's the big lesson lose your lose your euro and move on 
And for those that have no clue what we're talking about, you can go back to the last episode to the middle segment of it and you'll find all of these Google reviews. Absolutely. Highly recommend it. And then let's pick up where we left off a bit. So how, how this works is we have found some places which are delightfully mundane all on their own and in particular have mixed reviews on Google. So where you, at least on my side, I'm targeting places with like a three point something yeah. average score. Difficult to find though as an average score. Very difficult. Yeah. So the way I do it is I search for the mundane thing in general, like laundry or whatever, mm -hmm. and then scroll, 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 scroll. And sometimes you're scrolling for like quite a few minutes yeah. before you find a place where it's like, whoa, okay, what's going on here? Yeah. So that's what I've done here in this case. So I think I'll kick us off with our first one. Right? All right. So first question for you, sir. Have you ever been to Kansas? To Kansas? No, I haven't. Actually. How many people have? No. I feel like Kansas is a sadly overlooked state when it comes to uh, tourism. Considered a flyover state, in fact. You would think, yeah. yeah. And, and perhaps rightly so. It's very flat. There's not much there. No. However, what there is there is a theme park. And not just any theme park. Okay. Fun park. Maybe theme park is already a bit generous. Okay. There is a magical place called All-Star Adventures. Oh, that sounds magical. Which is based in East Wichita, Kansas. Okay, we're going to Wichita. We are going to Wichita. Is it Wichita or Wichita? I don't know. Wichita. 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 We're going to be saying it a bit. So, Wichita. Yeah. They have a... That, yeah. Let's go with Wichita. I think it's Wichita. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, there is a place called All-Star Adventures. And when you're scrolling through the, the rival theme parks in this part of the world, okay. they're, they're all about like 4.0, this, you know, 4.1, right. 4.2. And this place comes out with a a challenging 3.7. And that is after 1,346 reviews. So they have had their fair, you know, shot at getting uh, at getting decent reviews. So 3.7, I think, is, is quite poor. It's quite poor for All-Star Adventures. Now, uh, with its 3.7 stars, it's been getting, just recently in the past few weeks, absolutely review bombed. So like just in the last few weeks, it okay. seems like something has gone horribly wrong. But the first review I'm going to start with is actually from nine months ago. Okay. And it's from someone who goes by Coco Monkey and they have 25 reviews in Wichita. So we're talking about a, a real local legend here, someone yeah. who knows Professional. the city. They know the game inside and out. And Coco does not mince words. This is a one-star review from Coco. Okay, Coco. And again, like last time, I'm going to be reading it word for word. I'm not uh, adulterating anything. I'm not editing. This is what Coco said. Appreciate it. Coco Monkey. Definitely not his real name. Coco Monkey. Exactly. Okay. First and second name. Yeah. <laughs> Coco says, where do I start with this painful trip to what used to be a fun place? And Coco would know. It's a local guide, you know? Okay. Well, well, the equipped outside, like the Tilt-A-Whirl, the Octopus, and other rides were closed quote unquote okay but we soon found out the lazy employees were inside chilling it was low 90s today so i guess the oh, snowflake staff must have been melting <laughs> then it goes on then after a karen we met complained a whole herd of employees came out to open the rides then my kid got stuck halfway. <laughs> then my kid got stuck halfway on the go-kart track as the attendant just sat there. We had to yell to get his attention. See picture below. And there's a picture of a, of a guy, a, like an attendant. No, the, this is the lazy employee. Who's oh, just, okay. He's, he looks pretty lazy, but you're now famous, Snowflake. That was outside, says the review. You're on a podcast, Snowflake. Yeah. 
then it's it, we get to the better part now then we came inside to win some tickets now for i think for from a lot of listeners in europe this might not be as common but apparently places like this like chuck e cheese etc mm-hmm. they have all these little <laughs> games right and you get tickets big long reels of tickets and then you bring them in yes and they supposedly let you exchange them for for prizes Confirmed. not so not so as is the case here uh what he says is then we came inside to win some tickets the ski ball machine broke while we were playing it and there's a picture of the broken ski ball machine it's uh, it's out of action as you can see that's unfortunate that's unfortunate uh several machines took your tokens but gave no service back the machines that count your tickets are a scam we'd put in 100 and get a ticket for 83 at one point we input six and it just took them and gave nothing so we decided to take a video we input six more and it gave a ticket for two so we made the ticket booth count them by hand they had a sign that said no cussing at the beginning when you walk in <laughs> now i know why that's coco monkey with a one-star review yeah, for wordsmith too coco monkey no cussing um, and he was he was pushed to the edge there wow okay that's uh yeah it, it doesn't sound like a very fun day in east wichita Absolutely uh, that's not. uh that's for sure i think if you find yourself in east wichita there is many better places yeah. i mean be. it sounds like a place that they are very aware of the ownership that it's falling apart yeah probably they've lost the backing of their investors or whatever mm-hmm. and they said all right let's just let's just run it out for this last summer season and uh <laughs> let it go i think this might they're on its last legs because then it, it it has gotten even worse i think in in recent times and specifically with these games right the, these ticket games that yeah. we've talked about there seems to be like a scam going on or something because, like the cup games in paris yeah yeah but even worse now because sarah harrison uh three weeks ago this was her first ever google review so she really like she probably created a google account to write this review okay i'm not going to read the full text because it's fairly long mm-hmm. and she's complaining about all sorts of things but she finishes on the the tickets thing and she says uh while we were working on getting our tickets counted from the machine the staff person there shut down all of the machines including the ticket counter we so like the image is just so good like the staff the, the staff lady sees them coming with tickets and goes well better shut down the ticket counting machine does so oh my god we asked how we're supposed to cash in our tickets she said she couldn't manually count them and needed the receipts from the ticket counting machine that she just shut off we were not able to cash in our tickets for a prize my daughter wanted. I had to take home a crying toddler because all she wanted was a lollipop that she couldn't have because the staff person wouldn't let her cash in her tickets to get one. Needless to say, we will not be going back. So, awful times. So you're cashing in your tickets for a prize, right? It's not yeah. like you're at the casino cashing in your chips to actually get cash back. So my question there is, what is the staff gaining from not exchanging tickets for prizes because they're going to have to hang on to that inventory yeah, unless they're exactly. looking to liquidate this whole thing later but like at a, at, a, at a micro level like okay you're not going to give this prize to this person what money are you saving here like one lollipop that they bought for like two cent or less probably is what they're hanging on to they're like no not for you or those huge stuffed animals and oversized chocolate bars yeah but stuff. even then like yeah, even if you sell that whole inventory second hand like yeah. used right because it's been hanging up i guess in the like, are they going to get any money for that? Yeah. Like, I just don't, I don't see the end game here. It seems extremely short-sighted almost. Like, yeah, uh, I'm trying to get the, what it, what the angle of the quote-unquote scam is, right? I mm-hmm. mean, other things, it's an atrocious experience. If your ride stops, that's no fun, especially if it stops while you're upside down. I don't know if that was the case Nobody's there. reported that so far, okay. but I, I think it's because none of the rides go upside down. Okay. It's one of the, it's, it's quite basic. I mean, it's, you, re- it's really like a, they just pull out the furniture for the season type of place, it I sounds so. like. And, and, 
and half the rides are, are generally not operating, etc. Like, and they have no problem charging full price. So like most of the reviewers are just like, you charge full price for like a ride pass where you can go on everything. And then it's like no rides are working because there's nobody working there. Yeah. Like, you, imagine walking up to a roller coaster and it's just like, there's nobody here. You know, that's, that's what, you're, what you're talking about here. And think all these parents are then going home with children that are miserable from the experience mm. after they had to be there with their child for seven or eight hours exactly. the whole day twiddling their thumbs. It's like, unforgivable. Like, yeah. Imagine that, having to deal with that. And I mean, it's, it's just disappointing in every, in every sense. Another reviewer mentions, um, among numerous complaints, they say website advertises bumper boats, brackets, they do not exist. So there's just like, there's a picture on the website of bumper boats. You know, you know they're just boats. not there. They just don't exist. Yeah, no they're, they're just not in the place. It's crazy. So this place, like, I'm, I have no problem naming and shaming. Um, All Star, they call themselves on their website, your one-stop fun shop, which is a bit of a tongue twister to say, actually. One-stop fun shop. One-stop okay. fun shop. But uh, they say, you know, uh, as a family fun center in East Wichita, we offer the best entertainment around for individuals and groups, selection of rides and attractions for guests of any age, 25 different activities. I mean, they talk a big game, but uh, the reviews do not lie. Wow. Okay, that's really, uh, really not fun. Really not fun. So, to our Wichitan yeah. listeners, yes, please let us know. Have we got? Have we missed the mark? Have we yeah. been unfair? Have we? And if you can dedicate a Saturday or a Sunday to going there, I mean, uh, I that I documented for us exactly. But I'm going to stop short of recommending they go because it seems like an absolute ripoff. Like they're they're happy to charge like forty, fifty dollars in. Mm. and then it's just or like their, their ride pass is that and then you that's literally, the ride pass 40 yeah, to 50 bucks but then you oh, get well. nothing for it because they, they also have a pay as you go option which i strongly advise everyone does if they go because then you just pay for what you do right right good but they show. have no problem taking your money and then being like oh whoops everything's closed you know <laughs> this place it kind of it kind of reminds me up a little bit this place but also say. the having they're clearly not understaffed it seems but the staff mm. is just chilling on the rides which are closed right exactly. that was the first part of the review yeah yeah just and not doing any separate reviews we have a, a place where they went to get a snack bar they went to the snack bar and there was five people standing eating pizza um and did not help and none of them were interested in serving them you know it's just like wow horrible uh, and a guy nearly broke his finger I'll, I'll finish on this how did that happen so or a lady sorry Catherine uh, Masaglia she uh, was there to use the batting cages. So among okay. other things, they have crazy golf and they have batting cages. Something I've never used. Wouldn't mind. Can be it? really fun. Yeah, can yeah. imagine. Well, it wasn't fun for Catherine because she says, <laughs> batting cages aren't functioning correctly. Almost broke my finger getting nailed by a ball far, far outside of batting box. Now, does that when she says outside of batting box, does that mean outside of where the ball normally would fly? Do yeah, you so or? basically yeah. the way the batting cage works, right, is it's it's long right yeah. and on one side you have the ball machine spouting things out yeah. right yeah. giving you fair warning of when the ball is gonna come rocketing at you yeah. and you have the batting box yeah. where that ball should go so wow. you know that when you step out it if you need a break even if the machine keeps going yeah. you're not gonna get you're hit not gonna get nailed. so that's really dangerous yeah, that's suable yeah uh she had a big yeah, a purple finger she had no problem including it in her uh in her review a picture of it you can see it and that's not fun to get hit by a baseball I'll tell you that she much. certainly didn't enjoy it no she said and management couldn't have cared less said the engineers said they sometimes quote get stuck that's Jeez. the explanation she was offered so geez it's not looking good for uh for the old all-star wichita no it really sounds like a dangerous place in fact i mean rides getting stopped getting hit by baseballs from yeah. from the machine ball like exactly i think this is one that we could come back to in like a year and just see are they even still in business because where are they now it really yeah. seems like they're on their last legs here like they're just milking this thing yeah. and, and hoping to wrap it up asap yeah wow 
Well, thanks for sharing that. That yeah. was really a... No worries. Wichita. East Wichita. East Wichita. Not to be confused with uh, West Wichita. Well, <laughs> I mean, the <laughs> Western go. District. Exactly. Absolutely. It's the better half. Okay, good. I'm going to take you to Manhattan. Oh, and I'm going to take you to a barber shop in Manhattan okay. called the Gentleman's Barber Spa. And a spa. He's a barber and a spa. Or he's saying it he's a It seems he's spa. just a barber, but he puts spa in the title of the establishment. Not sure I agree with that uh, naming convention. Uh, me but, neither. Uh, but uh, he replies to a lot of the reviews also, Always good. it seems. Always so good. first review from 10 months ago from Nirav Majitia. Mm. From the second I sat into Jeff's chair... I had a feeling this wasn't going to be a good experience. Another feeling. The first thing I did was explain to him what I wanted doing to my hair and showed him a picture I had from my last, that I had my last barber take when I left London. Jeff's first words were, quote, let me make it better than that, (laughs) quote. No, no, no. I explicitly told him that all I wanted him to do was what I asked for and mumbled, okay. Then... As he was cutting my hair, I stopped him as he was most definitely not doing what I asked, as he had already taken the machine way too high, and he said, quote, I've been cutting hair for 30 years or something like that. I know what I'm doing, quote, oh, no. as he cut my hair way too short. At the end, he dried and put some product in my hair and said, looks good, no? And my response was, no, this is exactly <laughs> what I told you not to do. Love that. Looks good, no? No. <laughs> Just straight up. <laughs> to which he didn't seem to care. Wow. Also, he kept pausing, cutting my hair to check his phone. Oh. Not cool. Waiting on a message. Yeah. Awful experience and well overpriced. If I wanted someone to cut my hair as they felt fit, then I would go to a $5 barber anywhere. Not what I expected and extremely disappointed. Do not go. Whoa. Well, he's lost my business next yeah. time I'm in Manhattan. Do we know the price? Did, did that get mentioned? Let me check here. Um, so I feel that's super important. It was it was around a $50 range. Yeah, that's steep. Uh, that's steep. Like, that I mean, steep. maybe it's I mean, Man- not Manhattan steep, but like it is. That, yeah. That's like you're expecting something real here. You know? Yeah, exactly. You're expecting good service, right? At least. Whoa. Um, now, just the reply, and then we'll start to evaluate this. Mm. The reply from oh, uh, Jeff, the owner yes. of the establishment. I think Jeff was just one of the barbers. Ah, okay, okay? okay. This is definitely not indicative of the kind of, of service we strive to provide to our clientele. Ooh. We are very sorry you were not happy with your experience at Gentleman's. We would like to offer you a free product as an olive branch. Please call the shop and ask to speak to the owner. Uh, Interesting. I mean, okay, so graceful reply, a free product, I mean... That's not going to undo looking like an idiot for the next month. Yeah, because this reviewer, what was the reviewer's name? Did we, did we get that? Nirav. Nirav, because Nirav got his hair ruined. Like He got his stuff properly messed up. Yeah. Like he's not happy. So I think Nirav, at a minimum, needs to get his money back, right? Like yeah. first and foremost. And the fact that the owner is coming on being like, uh, you can get like hair gel if you want, you know, like that's <laughs> that's not going to cut it here. I would say. Maybe he doesn't even wear hair gel, so. Yeah, exactly. You know. So even worse, he's going to be like, what am I going to do with this? It's not a winner. Have you ever been in the situation where uh, you tell a barber to do something and he does something so different that you really have to try to mess something up? Like, 
Uh, actually not so much. So I, I'm just thinking that the majority of disasters, like we've all had disasters, right? Yeah. But a lot of them have been of my own doing, I have to say, like where I've gone in with an idea being like, uh, can you shave it off? Or like, yeah. you know, short on the sides, yeah, yeah. a little longer on the top. Try something new, give this a go. <laughs> and then the barber does what I, what I, you know, exactly told them. And they're like, there you go. And I'm like, okay, thanks. Like, and it was yeah, uh, yeah, a big exactly. disaster. So I've never, I've, I don't think I've ever been so unlucky that it's been like a complete disaster, you know? Like, like what Nirav just had here. No. And there are also the situations where you get a haircut that's so bad that then you have to cross the street and go to another guy to just get it shaved. I've ne- yeah, I've never... Luckily, have you had that? I've never had I've that. I've had that once. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. That's painful. Yeah, it was, uh, it was traumatic. Also, because then once you shave it, like, it takes a while to grow back. Yeah, I feel like most yeah. of the head shaving stuff, like, uh, people are probably surprised by just how long it'll take to get back to yeah. the, what it was, right? Yeah. Definitely. And uh, yeah, geez. Yeah. But unfortunate for, uh, for yeah. Nirav and his, and, and his friend Jeff. And it doesn't end with Nirav either. Okay. Yeah. So then we had Michael Canizzaro, who writes, recently got a cut here for the first time and was extremely disappointed. I, I cut the accent. The, <laughs> yeah, the, yeah the, I was like, uh, well, I mean, it's a safe assumption. But anyway, the, the haircut I received was good, but nothing like what I asked for. These are all one stars, I remember. See a trend emerging here? <laughs> Wanted to keep my hair longer, and the barber kept arguing about the way it would look. Arguing about mm, the way it would look. Not your place, barber. Also, I originally had an appointment with Jeff. Oh. But when entering, Jeff sent me to another person, uh. only to tell me after that the barber I went to was not, in fact, Jeff. Wait. What's that? So, uh, so Michael like, had an appointment with Jeff. with Jeff. He comes in and Jeff says, go over there. Does he know he, Jeff? He's, he's, he's like, that's definitely Jeff that he... Apparently. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. Um, no, he doesn't in that moment. Exactly. Right? So he goes over there. Okay. Let's say Freddy cuts his hair. Okay. And then after the cut, he finds out that that's Freddy and the other guy that didn't cut his hair is Jeff. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Nice guys, but super unprofessional. Yeah. Will definitely not be back. When you have an appointment with someone, you should stick to that appointment. Now, he's he's pontificating a bit, but mm, I understand. Mm. I'm not the type of person to usually complain. That's that's a classic well, in one-star yeah, reviews yeah. as a qualifier. And yet, here you are. Yeah. <laughs> and did not want to make a scene at the place, Okay, but found this to be one of the most unprofessional barbershops I've ever been to. Very surprised to find this at a city barber. Dot, dot, dot. I think that's like... I think like this is a bit harsh actually this one because okay he's not happy with the haircut right mm. but he doesn't he doesn't dedicate much time to the of the review to that he spends most of the time being like oh I wanted to be treated by Jeff but I got Freddie instead you which know? shouldn't be a big deal yeah like that happens and uh, okay maybe because the, he said it's his first time there right so he yeah. doesn't even know if Jeff makes yeah, a it's good, good or cut not. or yeah, not yeah it's right? like his chances actually what we heard earlier is Jeff is really bad as well so yeah. he might have dodged a bullet anyway yeah but the main thing is like this happens right and had may, okay maybe there's a, a a point here that they could have said look jeff's super busy i'm jeff and it's a, you know i'm super busy and would you mind you know going with freddie and then if if you get his okay then it's all fine but i think one star for like oh damn i got a haircut from someone other than the guy i specifically asked for yeah that feels a little bit harsh yeah now, but if it was a bad haircut it's a bad haircut fair enough you know but also it's you know what i'm struggling with is it's a male barbershop. Mm. There's not that wide array of services that you can have. Yeah. Like the only thing you really need to be aligned on is the type of cut you want. It's not like true. you're accidentally going to get highlights or hair no, yeah, coloring true. when you didn't ask Absolutely. for it. Yeah. They replied to this one as well. Hello, Michael. We truly apologize for the misunderstanding on the services you wanted. 
please allow us to refund the charges and offer you a free service of your choice. We are always known for our outstanding services and professionalism at its finest. So please come back in when you're ready and we'll make sure your next visit will be a better experience than the first. Hope to see you soon. Now, our friend Nirav reviewed after Michael and he only got offered hair products. Exactly. So I think this place is kind of... uh their patience has run thin. So they, they probably got their first few one stars and they're like, oh, shoot, battle stations, guys, we need to fix this. And now they've gotten so many one stars, they're like, uh, yeah, some hair product maybe, you know? There's it's some, tough. There's some deflation of the rewards or the, the compensation that they're offering here, which I don't like. It's it's really tough. I think I have one to round us out. Okay. From JV94, cool. who gave one star. Wouldn't recommend to anyone. The barber does what he wants, unless you are very, all caps, specific about what you want, and will proceed to give you extra services without warning or telling you how much for the upcharge. Mmm, shady. Mm. The owner slash manager was not understanding the confusion. Horrible experience. Do not go here. Well, they say twice is a coincidence and three times is a pattern. Mm. And all three of these reviews have said, they, the guys just set off on doing whatever it is they want, you know, cutting yeah. your hair. Now, this is interesting, though, because if there was a barbershop whose concept was, don't you worry about it. We know what looks good for your head and your, your shape, and we're going we're gonna to take care of it, mm-hmm. right? If they were upfront about that, and they were like, that's our concept, and, you know, you can feed in, but please just trust these barbers. Right. You know? I think there's actually probably a world where that's okay, right? Mm-hmm. So I actually am totally against the concept of let the barber kind of decide. Maybe they know better. They, it's their job, right? Yeah. However, in this case, I think we have a barber, Jeff, who can do one thing. Yeah. He has one haircut and he's got it in the tank. He's got it nailed. And he's like, I'm going to give you a skin yeah. fit. Here's your skin fit. And it's like, no, no, I don't want one. And yeah. But there we go. And I think on the concepts, it's you can't just go free as a barber when it's their first time visiting you, right? Mm. Now, I have a certain relationship with my barber as you and I have Mm. had with another one of our old barbers, right? Where after a while, yes, do whatever. tell me, no, maybe we shouldn't do that, et cetera, right? Because now we have a relationship. Mm. And the barber-male customer relationship actually is quite intimate because it can go wrong in so many ways, it seems. And I mean, we've heard, of course, that like the... The type of discussions that a barber can have with its clientele can be actually massively wide ranging from just, you know, chit chat to like deep philosophical topics. There's there's scope. sessions. Absolutely. Yeah. There's scope for all sorts, you know, yeah. if you have a good relationship, if right. it's off on the right foot. Exactly. So I'm kind of surprised almost that this place is aware of Google reviews. They clearly by by the as evidenced by their replying to reviews, they know that they're getting slated on Google. And yet they have barbers who are like, Yeah, I'm not gonna do what you say, you know? Like yeah. What's the benefit here? Like, what's the game plan where they're like, oh, I'll tell you what our customers are really love, not listening to them, you know? And also, let's say, how do I put it? Progressively balding fellas like yeah. you and I. Yeah, uh, allegedly. Yeah. We go for the haircut, but we keep coming back because of the vibes exactly. and the service we receive, right? Exactly. Like, that's exactly. what it's about. Sooner or later, we're going to stop yeah. going altogether. So we've got to make it that way. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there was a reply to JV as oh, well. So excellent props maybe they just get a bonus star two stars on all these yeah. reviews because they're so accountable i was going to say so far this is the best this is best in class in terms of replying that i've yeah. seen it's gracious humble you know yeah so yeah. i like it he says jeff the owner mm. jeff's the owner 
Okay. Uh-huh. Jeff, the owner, just informed as to what happened. Interesting. Now, so who's talking here? I thought Jeff was replying. Maybe Jeff is. Uh, this is probably up. their customer success person, uh, which I imagine also cuts hair. Okay. Yeah. Uh, someone paid online before the appointment for the customer to receive a haircut. Mm-hmm. The barber gave the requested cut. Then the customer asked for a beard trim and a shave, which okay. the barber also performed. This is good fact checking here. Okay. Afterward, the customer was charged for the beard trim and shave but not for the haircut, which was previously paid for online. It seems that you didn't understand that you would be charged for any services that weren't paid for online. Yeah, naturally. If you had paid for the beard trim and the shave online, we, of course, would not have charged you for those barbering services at the time of service. Mm. In the end, it is never our goal to have unhappy customers. I, that's a brilliant quote. Yeah. I don't know whose goal that would no, be. No one's accusing you of that, <laughs> just FYI. Yeah. And so we apologize for any misunderstanding. Call Jeff at the shop. He would like to offer you something to help. I think Jeff has his hand. He has his like, he has his hands on too much stuff. He's trying to spin too many plates. Because yeah. On, uh, in one moment, we're hearing Jeff is doing the haircuts. Then he's the manager. I think he might have responded to one of the reviews. You know, like it's multiple personalities. He's a bit busy, this Jeff. I wouldn't be surprised if it's a one-man operation. Yeah. He's, he's got like him and one other guy involved. I think this review, JV, could adjust upwards, though, because it seems that half of the rating, at least, was driven by his own misunderstanding. He yeah, wasn't I mean, upcharged or tricked into no something. No sympathy here. If you haven't booked a beer trim yeah. and you get a beer trim, it's not for free. And I mean... I like to think that most people have done enough maths, you know, to understand how like A plus B equals C mm-hmm. and doesn't equal in fact A, which is yeah. what he seemed to think in this case. So yeah, I think uh, that one I'm, I, somehow I'm falling a little bit more towards the barbers here. The, what's it called? Gentlemen's or something? Gentlemen's. On the last one, I think, but on the first two, yeah. I mean, it seems they do whatever the hell they want. Yeah. So yeah, fast and loose, you know. Maybe like you said, yeah. just put that on the door. Yeah. Have that be your mission Trust statement. Us. You'll yeah. probably still get clients. I think the the guys giving these one stars might be very picky, I think, you know. Also. Where it's like I have to look just like this, you know, like and then it's like, well, you know, let's see let's let the barber do his thing, you know. He's a barber, it's his job, you know. Or maybe they see something different in the mirror yeah. than how everybody else sees them. They Perhaps. have an inflated view of mm. uh, their hairline. Exactly. Jeez. I've I been w- there myself. Wouldn't know what that's you like. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but geez, that is uh, very intriguing and one that I could see myself swinging by. Where is it in, in Manhattan? Lower Manhattan. Doesn't doesn't go into uh, Tribeca. Okay, it's easy. Seems, yeah. We can swing by there if you're uh, in the neighborhood. Yeah, we'll Just fly Just keep your head in the door. Ask, ask for Jeff. I would, if I, if I could meet Jeff, all I would ask him is like, is your philosophy that you know better and that fundamentally your clients don't necessarily know what's best for them? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I mean, Apple has that philosophy, right? I mean, many innovators have had that philosophy. Right. Where it's like, hey, do you want a, a music player with a, a wheel to control it? Everyone would have said no, but they were like, no, well, exactly. we know what's best. So here you yeah. go. Right. I think that could be the case here with gentlemen's as well. Jeff could be the Steve Jobs of Jeff barbers. Jeff innovator. Yeah. Well, is it Jeff Bezos here running this? Uh, oh, Jeff Bezos with all that hair experience little, himself. Yeah, you know, a side hustle. Who Been knows? Been there, better? done that. Have He's you had a... bald barbers actually? Like fully shaved bald barbers? Probably. I've had. I've never thought about it. It's but bizarre. It's, isn't it a bit like that that riddle where it's like, say there's in, in a town, there's two tattoo artists and mm-hmm. one has absolutely awful tattoos on his back and the other one has amazing tattoos on his back. Okay. Which one do you get your tattoo from? Well, I think the interesting one would actually be one of them has the awful or good tattoos, whatever, all over his body. Yeah. And the other one has zero tattoos. 
and is giving out tattoos. Oh, then it becomes 50-50. Cause right? Because that's mean, basically the bold barber, right? Yeah, Well, I exactly. guess you wouldn't practice on your own head anyway, that's so it doesn't really matter. That's, yeah, that's with the point. tattoo quiz or the, the riddle because it's like you go to the guy with the bad tattoos mm-hmm. because he's out there doing good tattoos on other people, but he's oh. not tattooing himself, right? So that's, uh, that's the How answer. do you know he's doing good tattoos on other people? Because the other tattoo artist in the city has good tattoos on his back. From him? Yeah, well. Ah, because there's, there's only, only two tattoos on him. Yeah. Okay, okay, I got you. Dude, you haven't heard my riddle. <laughs> uh, I'm giving my riddle a fair shake here. No, no, no. I like that. That's a good riddle. I like uh, that. Well, it's pretty simple. But Bringing it back to the barber, though. Hmm. <laughs> the bald barber. Yeah. Do you go to the bald barber? I do. I, I would, Well, I don't, go, I don't in practice go to a bald barber, but I wouldn't say no. Because, I mean, it's not like they were ever practicing on themselves, you know? Well, he sh- he he probably shaves his own head. I would imagine. True that, yeah, yeah. But yeah. he's not styling. He's not. He's not. You know, getting the. He's not doing the whole thing. You know. Well, like, there's nothing to curl or anything. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So I think he's got. If anything, he's got more time than the average. Jeff Bezos, barber, Jeff, Jeffy B. Tribeca. If it doesn't work out with uh, with Amazon, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. All of a sudden. <laughs> yeah. Very suddenly, that would be impressive in and of itself. Actually. Or with the or if he spends it all on the Blue Origin rockets. I mean, he, he's on course to do just that, isn't he? I Jeez. think so. I think so. You know, we have a little bit of time left uh, of what's allocated. I do have one more place still yeah. in our beloved New York City, if, if you'd like. Yeah, yeah. I think I keep coming back to New York. Let's do it. In Queens, okay? Mm-hmm. 7901 Broadway, Queens, New York. Elmhurst Hospital Center. Okay. Now, Elmhurst Hospital Center has more than 1,300 reviews. Okay. What's and the overall score? Are you? Is that 2.6? Oh, no. It's These are rare. 2.6. If, if for any of yeah. you who's not aware, this is very rare in the in the Google Maps game. Even you, for the hospitals, I can confirm. Yeah, this is this is big. So, you know, some facts. It's open 24 hours. Emergency department open 24 hours, right? Mm-hmm. What you would expect. This is just the info you get on uh, on Google Maps here. And the first review I wanted to share with you, someone that's made eight reviews. So okay. a player of the game. Yeah. Rob Whitman, one star, a month ago, my friend cut her hand with a razor blade and needed stitches. She was losing lots of blood. We waited in waiting room for four hours and she passed out because of blood loss. I shouldn't laugh. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Nobody would come see us or help us. I put a tourniquet on her hand and drove her to LIJ, which I'm assuming is another hospital, Uh where they helped her immediately. You think that's the end of the review because it compares, right? Yeah. But he goes on. Oh, no. Three hours after being helped at LIJ, the Elmhurst waiting room receptionist called my friend to tell her they can't find her oh, and that geez. she will only need to wait one more hour. Uh, Hashtag no. OMG. Whoa. That's pretty severe. And there's there were a lot worse, like yeah. some that were so bad, like I really didn't want to bring them up and, and read them out. Like this hospital is, this ER is just a shit show. I mean, yeah. here you're talking about someone apparently losing a lot of blood. Now I get if, you know, you're just chopping your vegetables and you get a little cut and you come in, maybe yeah. they make you wait, right? And they're like, yeah, you could have bandaged it at home. But someone that's visibly losing blood, having to wait four hours. And I, I have so many questions actually. Because which would have been eight hours. Yeah, yeah. Because three hours All later, in. they said one more hour. Exactly. This is the kind of maths that Jeff from uh, the barbershop wants his customers to learn. Exactly. But, uh, what I'm wondering, first of all, is... Don't they triage everyone who comes in, right? The, so she would have come in with like her hand falling off, you know, with blood coming off. Right. And at that point, they would have been like, right, let's get like a crappy little bandage on it, you know? Yeah. So how is she still actively losing blood for like six hours? 
I just don't. I, I, it's impressive. It's like yeah. it's almost like they they would have to try to let her lose that much blood. Yeah, exactly. Know? They would have to like just get rid of any yeah. even first aid kits. Like do not. It's like nobody give her a toilet yeah. paper. Like you know, like literally. <laughs> yeah, don't like, shoot the hair. Don't let that. Like she needs to learn her lesson. <laughs> she needs to suffer. This could be a very educational hospital. Actually, don't use razor blades. Yeah. I think that's their well, uh, yeah. modus operandi. They here. were like, you should have thought about that before yeah, you cut exactly. your razor blade. Yeah. That is pretty horrible. Yeah, so that's from Rob, who went out of his way mm. to review this for his friend. Oh, well, yeah, because her hand cut. is still yeah. bleeding, so she can't... Uh, yeah, she can't really type, right? Yeah. So, um, so that's Rob. And then there's so many, but I picked mm. out two. Okay. Then Juan Pablo, okay. also a month ago, four reviews. You know, he's, 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 a, he's in the game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Gives it one star. Fair. Staff is rude. Brought my mother with a broken ankle and bloody knees. Oof. After four hours, and the blood on her knees dried. Okay, well, I mean, that's that's better than the last one, right? At least, yeah, but not yeah. sanitary. No, that's true. She finally was seen by a nurse. Four hours later, she finally got her cast. Oh, ouch. Left hospital at two in the morning. Horrible. Uh, yeah, I, I have a lot of sympathy here Juan for, Pablo. for Juan Pablo because, and, his, and mother. his mother. Because I've been in an ER once with an ankle injury, and let me tell you, if there's one thing... ERs do not care about whatsoever. It's ankle It's ankles. It's that's not like, like you need them to walk or anything. Right? That's, but for them, that's like, oh, great. Like, you're going to be here for eight yeah. hours. Just FYI. Like, you know, it's for some reason they're just like, oh, like, this could not be less urgent. You know? And apparently doesn't get worse, I guess, would be their, suppose their so. rationale. I, I have seen recently, though, and I don't mean to defend this hospital, right? But what I have seen recently is a good description of what the ER is, right? It's not a place to diagnose. And it's not a place to cure. Mm. All that an ER is actually is their own. Their only job is to determine is a situation emergent to use their lingo. Like, mm. is it an emergency? And if so, then they process it to a doctor for, yeah, for for treatment, right? So, unfortunately, for anyone with a broken ankle or a, a badly sprained ankle, as, as was the case with me, as it turned out, uh, they have done their job perfectly. If they make you wait for I'd eight be hours, because you're not, you, mm. you're by definition not emergent you're not dying basically you're not your life isn't at risk right but a, but a broken ankle it's painful. broken it's, bones for sure it's painful but there is no hospital no public hospital in the world mm. and maybe this is a i'm not sure what this no, one it is, was but, public because yeah. then they were talking about uh, yeah. the, the salaries to the employees exactly so yeah. there's no hospital in the world i'm pretty sure public hospital that will go oh broken ankle get in here let's get that thing strapped mm. up they'll be like yeah well we're going to keep our doctors free for the next eight hours because interesting take yeah, yeah. so and if, i don't know what i think really about this whole system and like it's extremely unfair that the more money you have, the faster you get treated and stuff like that. Like, there is oh, also, really definitely. bad uh, yeah. downsides and dark sides to this industry. But this is an area where I'm like, it's extremely unfortunate. I feel very bad for the person. However, in this case, I'm like, uh, you, you weren't, You it is very bad. Right? And it should have been cleaned up. It should have been wiped and everything, mm-hmm. you know, sanitized. But it, there's a bit of waiting when you go to that ER and it's yeah, for good reason. Apparently. Yeah. In, in that case, with Juan Pablo's mom, you, you could probably, it seems justified, but back to Rob Whitman's friend. No, that's just bleeding out in I the middle of the way. No, that's in nobody's interest. It's like, no, what, no. you don't need someone bleeding out in your ER waiting room. Like for your own sake, it's probably better just to get that taken yeah. care of, wrapped up or whatever. So that was pretty, yeah. pretty dreadful. And I come back to the classic where, of course, for the barber, I will check the reviews beforehand if yeah. I'm new in a city. But for the hospital ER, when am I going to check the review? Like, oh, I appreciate yeah. the work these guys are putting in and making these reviews. Review your hospital. But, you know, if I'm in the neighborhood with an emergency, that's friend true. that's bleeding out, that I'm going to take them to the closest ER. 
But then again, right? And uh, this was a famously low review score. For, this right. Like two point something, right? Two point six. But you have to also, I suppose, assume that nobody is reviewing a great hospital experience really not that often because okay. like it's one yeah. it's one of those many places like a dry cleaner where it's like they just do their job and it's mm. like i'm not going to give five stars because you you know cured me because it's like mm. it's literally what your job is right right so i think hospitals probably over index on negative reviews because the only people leaving reviews have had an extremely negative experience where it's right. like literally i came out worse than i was when mm. i went in right so i, I wonder if okay 2.4 is dire that's it's the thing is there were still bad. plenty of yeah. early fours right exactly I don't think, I think all the people who have had, had like an acceptable experience have not touched Google to, you know, put in the angry review. No, probably not. Perhaps. Why am I so defensive of this hospital? I don't really know. Yeah, man, I you're just, really I just coming like, out on the wrong side of history here. I just feel bad. I don't, yeah, maybe it, like in two years, maybe there's a documentary where it's like, this is the world's worst hospital. And then there will be egg it's on my face. Running, I think. It's definitely in the running, but I do Queens. think also, yeah. There's better hospitals in Queens, that's for sure. Yeah, Queens is a big place. So, well, LIJ, apparently. So, go to well, LIJ. Yeah. Uh, the, we we got to figure out what LIJ is in, in Queens. I just want to know, does LIJ have better reviews? I'm, I'm sure it does. That's a good I mean, shot. Have a check. LIJ Hospital in, I guess, Queens. I think Queens, yeah. LIJ, Dr. Lobko's Hospital. Oh, see, that's a 3.8. Okay. Uh, if it's the one that I found here, and it only has four reviews. Must okay. Be one of them uh, must be from our man Rob Whitman. I mean, someone called Demetrius Mixon gave it five stars and said, "My family really loves that place," which is a bit strange for a hospital review. <laughs> it's like the corner candy shop. Yeah, like hopefully your family doesn't go there that often that they're like, "Yes, love it." <laughs> oh God! Nah, some strange stuff uh, here. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Lij seems to be a bit better. Yeah, there Lij. You know. Well, there you go. Um, we've covered hospitals, barbershops, and amusement parks yeah. in wichita kansas of all places yeah it's been a it's been a thrill ride and here we are at the end of another episode but thank you listeners ever for joining us and wow what a what a postulative journey we have been on as always uh listeners write us in your google reviews uh, that you find fascinating if you're in the neighborhood vet these places a bit for us this is where i think the intrigue can go to the next level yeah i'm just so curious to, to know like are these places really as bad as we, as they seem? Because they seem positively dire, all of them, yeah. basically. So if I was in the neighborhood, I would love to swing by and check Definitely. those out. But, Definitely. Uh, we'll, well leave that to the listeners, to the amateur postulators out there. Absolutely. Props to the brave soul that decides to get their haircut from Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please. Yeah. Just do Send it. Send us pictures, at least. Exactly. Um, and uh, yeah, thanks for everything. Any parting shots from your side? Not really, actually, no. Uh, just another uh, another big thank you. We're loving the journey, and uh, thank you for joining us on it. Keep any, it going. Any parting shots from you, because you asked oh, me. Oh, but, uh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> you got me. Yeah. Any parting shots from me? I mean, look, it's just the, the energy is good. I think uh, zooming out, this is now episode 23, yeah. officially, of yeah. original episodes. We set out on this journey uh, at the end of last year just to test out a couple pilot episodes. We sure did. I yeah. didn't. I didn't think we would be here you know that's that's very we negative. wanted to I be sure no, we, we, yeah, we no. wanted to be no, right sure. but who that's knew sure. we didn't even know our chemistry right i mean no, yeah. true that but we've kind of just fallen into it and i guess the reason it's worked so far is just because it's easy you know or it's like we it hasn't been a struggle it's just been fun you yeah know? So I think that's what keeps it going. It keeps us like showing up every week to uh, yeah. to do a new episode and there's cathartic elements to it i would say i would say so yeah I'm away from this, you know, release. Like a therapy session. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. No, who knows? But uh, we're enjoying it nonetheless, and we hope you are too. 
Exactly. So now you can go back to watching your four-hour director's cut of uh, the Silvio Berlusconi movie, which uh, you took me to a few years ago. Just better the second time through, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> can imagine. Great. Listeners, take care, and we will hear you on episode 24. <laughs>